0: Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash podcast. And now... ...for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome... To the Cinema Catch-Up Club Or should I say Hello ho ho everybody Because it's Christmas (laughs) Yes that's right It's the first of our two Christmas films Every year we look at two festive films Just for fun The first of which is 1994's The Santa Claus. That's right, it's turning 25 years old. Joining me to watch this film, uh, we have as always someone who has seen it and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen it, it's Chris Buckle, everybody. Hello. Happy holidays, Chris. Happy holidays to you, Stephen, and to you all listening at home. Yeah, so you've not seen The Santa Claus.
1: No, I haven't. I'm I'm fairly sure I haven't. And (laughs) since you've now dated it at 1994, I'm almost certain I haven't seen it.
0: But you were saying that you seemed to be aware. Uh, pre-show, uh, you were saying that you seemed to be maybe aware of a poster or something.
1: I have this faint, foggy image in my mind of like a blue sort of sky, like night sky kind of thing, and maybe there's like Tim Allen in or his s- in his um, red Santa suit, sort of with like a creepy glare. I don't know. Is that this- him
2: with the snow globe?
1: Yeah, maybe that's the that's one. number
2: three.
1: Oh, there were there were three. There were three. Mm. Oh my gosh!
0: Well. Joining us <laughs> as our guest, who knows that there were three Santa Claus films, <laughs> and uh, appearing because it's Christmas. She's here every Christmas. It's Nicola <laughs> Brescianini. Hi. Uh, you are here because you are our resident Christmas uh, number one fan.
2: Oh, thank you. I, I wear it with a badge of honour.
0: Mm. Um, and also, your your knowledge of Christmas films is fairly extensive
2: second to none i'd like to think
0: Mm. so yeah not even santa himself (laughs) (laughs) although in fairness he's busy around this time of year um so the santa claus yes you have seen it oh yes uh you're a big fan of tim allen
2: i love him so
0: where in your big big list of christmas films where does the santa claus sit
2: oh god Look, Elf is up the top. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that right now.
1: Fair enough. Oh, that's a good film. It is.
2: Um, I reckon The Santa Claus... I watch it a couple of times every year. Hmm. It's So it's up there. Maybe like number three. Okay. Two or three. Okay, so... Maybe three. I reckon it goes Elf, The Grinch, and then The Santa Claus.
0: I mean, they're all great Christmas films. Oh, I know. So, And you're the expert, so we, we bow <laughs> to your knowledge. Um, wh- while we're on just Christmas films in general... Um, Obviously, every year there are more and more Christmas films. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, of course, the the Hallmark Christmas films, which are <laughs> yeah. usually derided by people as going they're schmaltzy nonsense. But mm. where, where where do they sit for you?
2: I really like them. They're easy watching. Mm. They're like, especially now that they're on Netflix, <laughs> they're, it's so good to just like you're like, oh, I just want something that's going to be happy and heartwarming. I don't have to think about anything. Like you just know it's going to be happy.
0: Have you watched or are you planning to watch? Um, A Night Before Christmas or The Night Before Christmas but it's spelled K-N-I-G-H-T
2: I I haven't even heard of that one Okay, so
0: I saw a trailer for this the other day It's about a medieval knight who's basically like super handsome who accidentally gets transported into the modern day And this girl uh, who's driving her car hits her with the car, but he's in full plate armor, so he's okay. But he's like a 14th century knight in modern day New York.
2: This 100% sounds like a a Christmas reversal of Enchanted. It basically Mm. is, yeah. And I just can't see how that would be a bad thing. Well, the
0: trailer didn't make it look great, but but when I saw it, I was like, Nicola almost certainly knows about this. But I'm glad that you don't. Okay, I'll send you a link because... I think it's right up your alley.
2: Great, okay, that sounds really good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but but something like uh, The Santa Claus is, is obviously above those sorts of films. It is very much... Um, I, th- I think it's fair to say that a lot of people would view it as a modern Christmas classic.
2: Oh, yeah, and it's, it's 25 years old. Like, mm. yeah, of course it would be a classic by this point. Come mm. on.
1: Wow. Um, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Is the title a play on like the clause is that like a like a play on like clause and like clauses and contracts or something
0: maybe Ooh, it could be you
2: might Ooh. have to wait and find out
0: you might find no, out I am excited. right now because uh, we've got the <laughs> disc and we're ready to go so shall we watch the Santa Claus
1: absolutely I'm, I'm ready to go
0: <laughs> alright for those of you listening at home pop in your DVDs and prepare to keep up with the cranks as we watch the <laughs>
1: Santa
0: <laughs> the Santa Claus <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching The Santa Clause. And I'm joined once again by Nicola Brescianini. Hello. And Chris Buckle. Hello. Chris, that was your first time watching The Santa Clause. This is true. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well done. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, what... <laughs> I feel like it's a milestone. <laughs> what did you think of it? I enjoyed
1: it a lot. I didn't expect to not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Christmas films in my uh, previous years to this one i've come to appreciate christmas films more <laughs> right in my old age yeah, uh, yeah. In my, yeah you're in what
0: 24 yeah. yeah yeah nearly yeah. 25. <laughs> <laughs> 25 okay so nearly sorry, a so quarter century yeah okay
2: oh you're nearly the same age as santa claus i'm the same age as the santa claus, <laughs> exactly, oh, the santa claus. Yeah. i was born in 94 mm,
0: there, there you is. go maybe that's why it rings so true
2: maybe mm. sorry a railroad um you no that's fine
1: going. uh it was good i liked it um yeah, no, it was uh, as you say Christmas films, you know, you know what you're getting, you know what you're expecting. Uh, it's going to be something vaguely Christmassy, and, but it's going to be it's going to be jolly, it's going to be happy, it's going to be something feel good that you can watch and enjoy at any time of the year that you don't really have to think about. Uh and yeah, this was this is good. I liked um Ah, uh, I don't know talk about talk more, some more about about
0: <laughs> No, no, you can throw in what what did you like? You can um, say it right now.
1: I i know just the aesthetic of 94 is just <laughs> <laughs> be, i mean so i, I have to admit
0: this this is they didn't expect
1: it to be this uh from then like yeah that. my yeah i think you were right in that it was santa it was the santa claus three poster mm. that i was thinking of so i thought it was a much more recent yeah mm. thing i didn't i thought it was a 2000s thing i didn't think 90s or anything? Yeah,
0: but, uh... I do have to admit watching this because I was uh, five when this film came out, and I do remember watching it as a child who mm. believed in Christmas because I never stopped. Uh, but <laughs> um, but I do remember being a kid who was really into this and really engaging with this film. Um, watching it now, a couple of things come back. First of all, yeah, the 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 90s fashion of those very colourful jumpers and just everything about it. Even though it's obviously an American film, and I grew up in the UK. Still, so many similarities. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, yep, I recognise that. I recognise that haircut on that lady. Yeah. <laughs> All those sorts of things. So um, no Romulan haircuts. Yeah, yeah, the were. It was weird. <laughs> I had aunties with haircuts like the mum in this. Um, it was like, okay, yeah, no, I remember that. And um, but the other thing, I was saying to Nicola when we, as soon as the film finished, I felt like there was less in this film than I remembered, and I think mm-hmm. it's partly because as a kid watching it, I was totally in i was like yep i'm in charlie's got the right idea santa's real these elves make sense i totally bought into the idea and then rewatching it now it's not that it was a letdown or that it disappointed it's just that they there was less on screen than i remember as as a kid and i think that for me means that maybe this worked really well for its target demographic Mm. of kids
2: yeah, I agree. I think it's quite a basic storyline, actually. When mm. it comes down to it, like it's really all about the relationship between Scott and Charlie. Hmm. Um, no, with, it's not with the sideline of Scott becoming Santa. Santa. Yeah, mm. and it's
0: not a terribly long film. No, it's not. Mm. It kind of just flew by, really. Yeah. Um, but that central relationship between Scott and Charlie—it's—it's it's a relationship that we see in in a lot of films. Mm-hmm. A lot of children-based fantasy films. And I think a lot of Christmas films as well because it's, you know, the, the slobby dad who takes his kid to Denny's on Christmas Eve uh, mm. learns responsibility through the only okay. thing that will make certain men learn responsibility, which is literal magic. Like
2: Elf. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Exactly the same, mm. like an Elf.
0: But yeah, it was... It, but I mean... Elf, Elf was, I think, quite interesting, obviously, because one, it's it's Will Ferrell as the child, which is such a nice no, but he's got twist a kid on it. he does have a kid as well, yeah. but he's almost, it's hitting James Caan from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's, got, he's got the kid, uh, uh. and then he's got Will Ferrell in yeah. the suit going, Santa! <laughs> um, whereas this is much more focused, and it really is all around Tim Allen mm. and yeah. his performance. Um, Which was
2: so so good. It,
0: it is good. Oh, he's it, like, so good. I, I remember coming into this kind of going like, "Ah, oh, Tim Allen." Like, I'm not a big Tim Allen fan. Not that I dislike him, just that he's not someone where I, I, someone says his name and I think of him fondly. Unlike you, I
2: do. I love him.
0: Yeah, but he is really good in this. He's 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 really good at both the. Scott Calvin character, they're kind of like... Mm, 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 mm. Very snarky. Yeah, mm. yeah, just always sniping and just being yeah, rude. Yeah, quick wit. Mm. But he's a really good Santa Claus as well. Yeah, mm. and
2: we were saying that before, he looks good too. Mm. And looks he, good
0: in, in both senses. Like, he's a oh, yeah. good-looking dude. But yes, he But he looks good <laughs> in terms of he looks like Santa. He
2: does. And... That, I think, is, like, a really fine line for movies. Is if you don't have a Santa Claus, that actually looks properly like a Santa Claus. Mm. To me, it actually kind of ruins the film a bit. You're like... Every time you see him, you're like... Mm-hmm.
0: Who is that guy? Yeah. It's just someone from the mall.
2: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was so American. Mm.
0: So, <laughs> who are the best movie Santas, then? I'm curious, because you, you said this during the recording... Mm. Uh, during the Sorry, the, the film. You were saying um, he, he's a really good movie Santa, and it got me thinking... Who is the quintessential movie Santa Claus? Like, mm. is, is there one that stands out? If, if Tim Allen is like, I guess, our baseline.
2: He is... Whenever I think of Santa Claus, Tim Allen's the one that I picture.
0: Mm.
1: My my youngest and fondest Christmas movie uh, was Nightmare Before Christmas. So oh, it's always in that realm. That's animated. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, exactly.
0: It doesn't really count. No, I, guess. I would say an animated depiction of Santa counts, um, if that's what you identify with in terms of, like, as a kid. Mm. But I'm just trying to think of different actors, because yeah. we um, were talking yeah, we'll about up, Kurt Russell, who's recently played Santa. But he looked
1: look, like a serious Santa.
0: He looked like a Santa that would kick your ass. <laughs> and that exactly. that's maybe not something that you want from Santa. <laughs> um i Being mean Santa's is dangerous these days yeah people
1: push you off your roof
0: yeah yeah i mean okay can we just actually talk about that sequence now <laughs> that we've kind of come back to the film <laughs> um i forgot as a kid again it didn't seem as almost weirdly dark as this one did <laughs> yeah where like what was your reaction seeing like santa actually just die yeah in, on screen
1: um that was a surprise that did sort of uh yeah, come out a bit out of nowhere. But I guess that's the kind of passing of the torch thing. You don't see the body too much. I mean, you see him buried in the snow. And you then see it wave. <laughs> and then you see it wave. And then it's just the clothes. Um, mm. But on that note, uh, yeah, they they were very... It seemed very uh, um, just, just fine to just be like, all right, and then, yeah, all right. You didn't really want to put on this dead guy's clothes, but I will. I, I will do this. I, I mm. will ride in the sleigh. And, and then it was... Mm. Uh, not that it it not that I felt it took away or was jarring, but yeah, a lot of yeah. it seemed. And as you were both saying before, with the focus on their relationship between Calvin and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Between Scott the... and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um. Yeah. Having that as just oh well, this is just this magical thing which we can question a mm. bit, but also we're fine going along with. Mm.
2: I love that Charlie is like totally unfazed oh. by mm. Santa falling off the roof. Yeah. He's like, no, Dad, you killed him. <laughs> Yeah, was
0: that. Yeah, well I mean the, I mean Charlie's a really interesting character in that he's um he's super switched on uh, uh, for mm. as a kid and he's he's a kid who both genuinely believes in Christmas but isn't depicted as being dumb for doing so which I think mm. some of these films do where the adults are like oh. you know the adults are like you you, you don't understand kid like cause Neil I think partly because he's a he's a psychiatrist um mm. in in this or a pinhead <laughs> as he's also referred to um <laughs> He's not someone who's like, he thinks it's bad that Charlie mm. believes in Santor at the very least that it's not helpful, but he never is like, no, you're not going to do this and blah, blah, blah. It was all very partly because of the psychiatry background, just very much like talking about why he thinks things and how he feels about things. And I thought that was a really interesting angle that Charlie has never made to feel stupid for believing in mm. the Christmas miracles, which is something that happens in so many other Christmas films yeah and I think that also then allows Charlie as a character to be someone who picks up on psychoanalysis terms and use them on <laughs> all the characters around him
2: <laughs> he's it, a clever kid
0: he's super switched on although I'm a bit worried he is going to kill his dad yeah you know, like the Santa Claus 4 because oh, that right at the end yeah that line yeah. at the end it's like you can be a psychiatrist when you grow up no looks up
2: go into the family business <laughs> dun, dun,
3: dun. <laughs> um
1: he's if if this Christmas thing didn't happen, I mean, he would definitely be a very messed up child. Just the relationship between uh, his um, his mom and Neil and uh, Scott. 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 Yeah. So you want to say dad? Santa? You no, wanna- well, I want to say either Santa or Calvin mm. for some reason.
0: <laughs> He's got two first names Scott, Calvin. Yeah, it is, it is very confusing. Um, just going back to a couple of other Santa Clause's, I'm oh, just, yeah. just going to throw yeah. them at you. Um, so we said Kurt Russell before, that we are a bit like, he's okay, but he's mm. a bit tough.
2: Yeah, he, he looks like he's going to whoop your ass. Um,
0: <laughs> and I know that Paul Giamatti is not high on the list for you.
2: No, I, because he just looks like himself.
0: Mm. Which, <laughs>
2: he's goofy. He is he's
0: a bit just... <laughs> goofy. What did he play Santa in? Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Yeah. That's and a good movie. Have it, you seen that one?
2: Uh, that's hmm. a funny
0: film. Yeah, it's funny, but in terms of like as a Santa, you it's like oh, it's Paul Giamatti. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's Santa. Mm. Um, I kind of feel the same way with um, Billy Bob Thornton as bad Santa, but he's not. But he's, he's
2: not meant. To he's be not Paul meant Santa. to be
0: Santa. That's meant to be like a corruption mm. of the image that we have. Um, what about Tom Hanks and the Polar Express?
2: I know I, it's uh,
0: voice and motion acting, but you
2: know what. I'm going to be honest here with you guys. All right. We're getting real for a second. Yep. I don't want to surprise you too much. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who loves Christmas mm-hmm. and as somebody who also loves Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. I hate the Polar Express. You wow. hate it. I hate it. I hate, hate I will is a, say yeah, I hate it.
1: strong.
0: Mm.
2: It is a odd, which is not the word I was going to use, <laughs> it was an odd, odd. movie. <laughs>
0: And just didn't didn't ring your jingle bells. No, no, did
2: not ring my jingle bells. Mm. Did not deck my halls. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, um, that's good. But
2: stuff. going back to Santa Claus's. Mm. So, have you guys ever seen the old Rankin Bass? Oh, the Cartoons. Rudolph
0: ones. Yeah, yeah. So
2: if we're talking animated Santas, mm. this is like who I think of.
0: Yeah, the, San- the, He's the like Santa claymation. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. I, I mean, the, nice. w- the one we've neglected to mention is Edmund Gwen from the nineteen forty seven uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, mm. which um, I watched that for the first time a couple of years ago. It's great, Santa. Just like you can see why he so is. many other yeah. movie Santas are mm. based around around his performance. It's. Um,
2: he was really yeah. good. This is the other one that I like from Elf.
0: Ed Asner. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think he's really good.
0: He's a good Santa. He's, yeah. I But. Is a it,
2: bit more serious. I was going to say, yeah,
0: compared to Tim Allen. Though, I think there's a case that Tim Allen's Santa is. Uh, he's probably top three in terms mm-hmm. of movie Santas. For you? I think for me, yeah. yeah. I think, I think. It's really, really hard to look past Edmund Gwen. I know that there was a, a remake with Richard Attenborough who I imagine is brilliant, but I've not seen it. Mm, um no. I've not seen that one, so I can't say mm. if that one is great or not. Mm. But I would probably say Edmund Gwen. I'd probably have to say Ed Asner as well I, from yeah. from Elf. He is he is a he's a good Santa. Not a bad Santa. No. A good <laughs> Santa. But yeah, you're right. There is something about the way Tim Allen I, I think it's partly because we get to see him become Santa. Mm.
2: That's true. You get more of that background, and he's just—he just appears to be so warm. Once he's actually in the Santa Claus role, yeah. not at the start of the film. Yeah. No. Um, well, he's the just, fat suit would. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he in. was sweating away. He was. No, he was just like so warm, and like it was nice. All your childhood images of Santa, mm. and your—you know—the way that you expect him to be. Just those little things, like even when he's turning into Santa, and he's like eating the cookies and. Um, things like that you're like,
1: oh, like- it's exactly like out yeah. of a Coca-Cola commercial mm. yeah oh yeah <laughs>
0: and I think the interesting thing as well is it wasn't a straight the switch moment oh mm. I'm Santa now we no. saw him struggling a with it. slow that. development mm. like I think one of the great things that they did to show that was um, was the scene at the the football game where he's sat on the bench <laughs> and that little girl comes up and he's like trying to shun and reject her partly because children coming up with men in the park is kind of a problematic <laughs> thing but also he's just kind of like trying to Ignore her, and she's like, "I think I know who you are." And then by the time the others turn up, there's just this line of kids. Mm. Um, I thought was great. I thought slightly less great one was when he hit on that woman in the, in the oh, street. Though, very Yeah, it was a funny Veronica. joke. That kid, nice. This kid, naughty. Veronica, very nice. In your dreams. <laughs> it was playful, but it was also a bit like, mm. "This is so 90s Yeah, it was very nineties. Um, but but yeah, I, I kind of liked that they even though it's not a long film, they just took their time to slowly mesh yes. the two together before essentially Scott was gone. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, like, which, if this was a science fiction film, would probably be some sort of, like, horrible alien brain swap, <laughs> dysmorphic thing. But thank but, God it's not. But yeah, <laughs> and also, Scott was kind of a jerk. Like, Yeah, <laughs> he, like, he, he was. He didn't really have a huge amount of redeeming features. No. Um, And so him learning through the spirit of Christmas... Uh, to become someone who understands that he needs to share Charlie as well with, with his mum and with Neil and even includes Neil as part of the family, even though he's reluctant, <laughs> that's him. That's developed. De- that's his development. That's his growth. Yes. It shows that even though he really doesn't like Neil and his dumb sweaters, mm. he is a part of Charlie's family. Mm. And I thought that was a really, really nicely done, uh, really, really lovely part of the film. I agree. Um,
1: what, uh what did you not like, Nicola, about uh the um ELF oh, the, the
0: Elite S- f- that flying what was it? The The Elite
2: Was it Elite? E E-L-
0: liberating? L Liberating Yeah, the Elite the Liberating There's something
2: liberating flying squad. Yeah. Was it Elite?
0: I think it was Elite.
2: Something liberating. I know we just mm-hmm. watched the film. But yeah. <laughs> like a split second they show that. Mm. Oh, that is easily my least favorite part of the film. Mm. I don't know. No, it mention. just it's a bit tacky for me. Mm. Like the rest of the film is very heartwarming. Mm. Mm. Even in the in the comedic bits. Um, but that to me it's just
1: felt unnecessary. It's like
2: it's like they've tried to appeal to the children. Mm. But in a way that just came out really tacky and it feels it genuinely feels out of place in the rest of the film to me Mm.
0: Uh, it was the effective liberating flight squad is what it was yeah um i agree it's It's out of place particularly that lead elf he that lead elf kid who's kind of like um you know uh we're gonna get you out of here we're not gonna use the front door though the lines he was using felt like they belonged in, like, a Die Hard film. Where it's like, <laughs> you expect us to use the front door? Like, that kind of thing. But said by this little kid. And, yeah, you're right. It was dumb. But also, I didn't mind it that much. Like, I I, I agree. It's kind of like, Ugh, But I also felt like that about a lot of the Christmas things. Okay. But, but I agree. That particular bit was... It was saccharine, but... It's a Christmas film. Like, I kind of feel like there is a certain level where that is permissible. Um, And, yeah, I I guess I just didn't take against it as much as you did. Okay. Mm.
2: Uh, It's valid. I'll take it. (laughs) I disagree.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sitting there going, oh, boy, what a revolutionary way to (laughs) tell a story.
2: Like, if you're talking about ways that, like, you know, you've got a Christmas film plot and, you know, there's, like, a little segment of it that just doesn't feel quite Mm. so part of the rest of the film. Yeah. If I compare that, like, little elf flying squad to the part in Elf, which I'm just going to keep talking about Elf, Mm -hmm. because, God, I love it. But in the part where he goes down to the mail room. Yeah. You Mm. know, like, that also is, like, just really removed from the rest of the film Mm -hmm. Um, and wasn't entirely necessary. Mm. Um, But I like that so much more than this. This just felt tacky. Well, I mean,
0: Mm. part of what was... That worked in in Elf the mailroom mm. scenes because he was uh, yeah fish out of water he's an elf in New York yeah. and it was still part of that you could have cut it and it would have been fine yeah but I also felt yeah it's weird and they break dance at one point I can't yeah, remember they do. yeah it's it, there it is yeah it's like <laughs> yeah you could have done without that but. I, at least those scenes worked. I think they. I agree. They worked better yeah. than the wrapping up the cop and throwing a donut in his mouth uh, yeah. bit. But as a kid, I'm oh, sure yeah. I loved that. I'm sure yeah. I'm like, yeah, you wrap up that guy, woo, uh, donut in his mouth, yeah, authority really figures, pigs, <laughs> yeah. It's, this film did feel very anti-establishment, though. <laughs> like it the police, really police did not come out very well in this film.
1: No, especially with all the guns when they were surrounding yeah. uh, the, the the house at the end. Yeah,
0: it was a bit. <laughs> it was very much. It was a bit. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was. I don't think the Santa Claus was trying for some sort of like uh, social commentary <laughs> on authoritarian yeah, screw regimes. The system. Suburban. <laughs> maybe it's, subtly. Maybe subtly, but I don't think it was no. uh, deliberate. Um, it, just one or two other notes I've got on the film because there isn't a lot to it. It no. is a very simple tale. Mm. I almost feel as though. Like, for example, the character of Bernard. Yeah. Mm. Great, though he is, kind of just feels like he's there simply because they went, oh, someone has to tell Tim Allen yeah. what the hell is going on and um, allow him to pull that face in the magnifying glass when they reveal the claws and he's going like, what?
1: <laughs> they, they, they use that shot for all of us Yeah, it, and it's a great shot. Uh, but
0: yeah, Bernard was, was great, but kind of also felt, for me, Bernard felt like he didn't belong in the film.
2: Yeah, I could agree with that.
0: Yeah, Like
1: Has he, he played a similar character in something else before, the actor? Because
2: uh, if you've familiar. seen the rest of the Santa Claus films, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in all of them. I have not. You've just seen the post for the photo Maybe
1: right I've seen it from like a trailer. I don't know. Mm.
0: But yeah, it's it. it I, I think ultimately this is a film which works almost in spite of itself. It feels mm. as though it's it's an interesting mishmash of different aspects, but it works because of the Tim Allen performance and because mm. what it ultimately nails down to is that key relationship between Scott and Charlie and the fact that it is about belief yeah and I think it plays and uses belief really effectively in a way other Christmas films don't in mm. other Christmas films it feels a bit this is the bit where everyone starts to believe and it works mm. you know like as much as I like Elf the <laughs> yeah dad you're not singing the yeah. sleigh's mm. not going to take off mm. you know that kind yeah. of yeah that that feels forced. Yes. This did not feel forced as much. Hmm. This felt yeah. as though they used belief much more effectively.
2: M- more naturally. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: that's interesting. I didn't think about that.
0: Hmm. Would you guys like some trivia... Always. ...about Please. the Santa Claus? Well, there is some uh, sourced from IMDb. Uh, the first of which goes as following. For one week in November 1994, Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office, The Santa mm-hmm. Claus, the number one rated television show, Home Improvement, and was number one in the New York Times best-selling book list. The book being Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man, which is good advice. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tim <laughs> Allen for one week in November 1994 was it. Capital I, capital T. Ooh. He was right on top. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Wow. That's, good on him. Yeah. Peak, peak time for Nicola there. <laughs> Uh, Tim Allen.
2: I was like four months. Yeah, was <laughs> <That's laughs>
0: like, four months. Yeah, <laughs> the world cannot get any better, and you were right. <laughs> it's all downhill from there. <laughs> uh, Tim Allen has a criminal record, and Disney has this policy of not hiring ex-cons. They made an exception so that he would be in this film. Wow,
2: they made the right choice. <laughs>
1: mm. Have they made any other such
0: exceptions? Well
2: done, Disney. <laughs>
0: I I actually don't know. Yeah. I just I just know that no. at the time this was obviously a big deal. Mm. And uh, they went uh but he's really good in the in the fat suit. He's uh. it with two capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. And you know, Tim I mean Tim Allen did did spend time in prison, you know, like yeah, this was really. this was not not good for him, but it was it was there in the 70s for um drug trafficking. They've made the
2: exception again with him being in Toy Story.
0: Mm. True. They love him. That's a good point. On older releases of the film, Tim Allen makes a sarcastic remark in the film, which included the line, 1-800-SPANK-ME, end quote. Uh, During the film's release, a woman from near Cleveland, Ohio, I love the specificity in this, just, she's from near Cleveland, (laughs) Ohio, uh, she called the supposedly fictional number for her curious grandchildren, and it turned out to be a phone sex line. It wasn't until 1997, though, when Disney received complaints from parents whose children had called the number and racked up huge phone bills that they took action and cut the line from future releases of the film. Disney has also said um, that they purchased the phone number to disconnect it. Wow. So oh my god. Somebody at Disney had to buy 1-800-SPANK-ME <laughs> so that people <laughs> with older copies wouldn't get in touch with it. Um, but yeah, it's so that's why it's not in the film anymore.
2: That lady. <laughs> what a dumbass. Like, For her to be like, oh, my kids are so curious about what 1-800 spank me could be. Gee, I better ring it and find out. Like, mm. Make your inferences, bitch. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, the role of Scott Calvin as Santa Claus was a lot of actors were on the IMDb. Most of this IMDb trivia was Tom Hanks could have played uh, Scott Calvin, or Literally any other actor at the time. One of them was Rowan Atkinson, and I was just like, Mm. "That's that
1: would have been,
0: yeah, yeah." (laughs) I I don't know if I'd have believed him as Santa.
2: No, I'd have definitely um. believed him as Scott Calvin.
0: But the original actor that this film was actually designed for was Bill Murray. Mm. They had Bill Murray in mind. Now he read the script and was offered the role, and Murray declined, saying he didn't think it suited his humour. And I think that's actually a fair call.
2: I don't know enough about Bill Murray. Um from what I know of him I think he would have been good in the role. He would have been but good. I don't I think feel... he would have been as good.
0: I think he would have been good. He, I think he's one that would have been better as Calvin than as Santa. Mm. I don't know if I'd have believed him necessarily mm. as Santa yeah. at the end. No, you certainly. know going like, "No, it's the spirit of Christmas and stuff like that." Mm. Like you need a certain amount of um if I may be so bold, American cheese to really <laughs> sell that. That kind of like yeah. white toothy grinness that Tim Allen just has yeah, yep. absolutely has. Um, and and Bill Murray does not. Mm. Uh, so I think that was probably a wise choice.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh,
0: after Bill Murray turned down the part, they did offer the part to Chevy Chase.
2: Oh, I do like him, mm. but I also mm. think that I would have had a hard time believing him as Santa. Mm. He's another one that would have really suited the Scott Calvin role well. Yeah.
0: Mm. I think what we're finding out is a lot of actors are jerks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what about you said Tom Hanks before, though? Tom Hanks
0: was one that was linked, but I don't know if he was ever offered the role. He was just one of the actors on the list that was like, this actor was offered it. Like, uh, I believe, oh, not offered it, but like considered. Yeah. I know that uh, Jim Carrey was considered as well. Like,
2: he might have been okay, actually. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey, I could see doing. It. Because he actually can be a lot softer. You know, he's known for his goofy side mm. Um, mm. and his sharp wit, but. I think I could actually believe him Mm. in a Santa Claus role.
0: I think I could too, but I much prefer that we got him as the Grinch. Oh, yeah. Like, if it was was an either-or situation.
2: Could you imagine Tim Allen as the Grinch? (laughs) Oh,
0: gosh. I just can't imagine Tim Allen in the green furry Mm. suit and all the weird folds and stuff.
2: I think his... I don't th- He's got a lot of energy, but I don't think it was enough to pull off the Grinch, mm. the way that Jim Carrey was able to. Mm.
0: Yeah, and likewise, I think Scott Calvin might have been too energetic. Like he needed he needed to go from being like sort of normal-looking 38-year-old American mm. dude guy to suddenly being a big fat old man except not old and not unhealthy like they have that scene at the doctors going like you're fit as a horse yeah and he's like yeah which is a good (laughs) a good joke um but but yeah you needed someone who could portray i guess that heft yeah um and i i think i think jim carrey may have just been too tempted to just dance around on the spot and do Mm. big spooky jumps and things like that (laughs) I think he's just too Classic energetic. Jim yeah. Just, <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. I, I, so I, I think they made the right choice there. Uh, according to the making of uh, for this film, Tim Allen was not necessarily happy uh, when this film was being made. Um, it was shot in summer in a non-air-conditioned building. A lot of Oof. a lot okay. of stuff. Um, he was in full costume with the fat suit, facial Oof. prosthetics, the beard, and uh, was so hot he had to take frequent breaks and pull stuff off just to cool down. When he got too warm, he would occasionally forget that there were children uh, playing yeah. elves on set and would just start swearing, uh, which meant that some of his fellow adult cast members weren't too keen on him. And on top of that, the Santa suit rubbed on his neck and caused him to develop a very painful rash. Aww. So, yeah, he, he did suffer for his art. He aunt. suffered
1: for this. Yeah.
2: It was worth it, Tim. <laughs> yeah. It worth Nicola it. You did worth well.
0: <laughs> yeah. You had that one week in November 1994. Yeah. <laughs> you were it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ultimately, though, um, I, I'm actually pleasantly surprised how much I think this film still stands up. I was mm. worried, particularly because I had such fond memories of it from yeah. childhood, that I was going to come back to it and it was just going to fall over uh, mm. like a like a cheap plastic facade. <laughs> but it, it, I think, I think it really worked. I mean, as a first-time viewer, Chris, I suppose, in like summation, mm. it 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 works as a kind of like a just classic Christmas film tale.
1: Yes, uh, certainly, and I think it. Um, re- in light of other Christmas films that I am aware of, uh, or that I have seen, um, it's yeah, it didn't try to do too much, and I thought it was yeah, I don't, I, or like the, the morals or the story, or there wasn't like a lesson that was like necessarily like just. Jammed down your throat or parroted <laughs> or something like that or something about loving oh people my God, or you're being.
0: you <laughs> 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 um, Uh so Boom.
1: But. No, yeah, I, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the 90s sness so of it.
2: To go and off topic for a hot second, just while we're on the topic of you being a Grinch, like, have you seen The Grinch? Yeah. Have you seen Elf? Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. Elf. Alright, I'm just. Just making sure, because for a second I was doubting whether you even know what Christmas is. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's something it? that
1: occurs between my birthday and then the next birthday that I have. <sighs> mm.
0: All that's left for us to do is to score the film. Chris, this was your first time watching mm. The Santa Claus. This was. Uh, which, very sneaky how they put that in on the card, uh, just in the border. Um, mm. Typical yeah, lawyers. Yeah, the fine print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got to watch out for that. Uh, but what score would you give The Santa Claus? Out of 10. I
1: would give it out of 10, uh eight, eight. Um, all right, study eight <laughs> fruit mince pies mm. out of ten. Reindeer who would like to also eat fruit mince pies.
0: So you've got two reindeer that go without, yes. unless they share. Yes. Okay.
2: That system doesn't work. <laughs>
0: but, but 8 out of 10 is... is You like this film.
1: Yeah, 8 reindeers approve.
0: Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought it was 8 means
0: 5s. <laughs> now, the two hungry ones are like, we didn't get it. We're not giving you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Nicola? Uh, what would you give the Santa Claus out of 10?
2: I would also give it an 8. I think that for the most part, it holds up. The hmm. CGI is a bit of a kicker. Um, yes. And that, that effective... <laughs> oh, look at that. I'm such a genius. Effective liberating flight squad. That mm. really kicks me in the gut. But aside from that, I'd give it an eight. And I'm just going to say an eight because I'm not witty enough to come up with anything else.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it's more of a trap than anything.
0: <laughs> mm. um, for me... I mean, I like the film. It's not going to get an eight. It's going to be a bit lower for me. But the, okay. but But when i say six ugly sweaters out of 10 that is that is not to say that i think it's bad in any way um i, I just think that it's i it, for me it doesn't read as being much more than that it's a very basic film even removed from removing the christmasness from it it becomes a pretty sort of run of the mill father son connecting story with the secret but the secret is christmas um mm-hmm. I think they play into some of the Christmas motifs really well. I think some of it doesn't work. I, I do agree that the the, the elves uh, squad is, is kind of not great, and I kind of feel a lot of the film around Tim Allen is kind of just knowing that it's not Tim Allen. It, like mm. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like the scenes with um, Laura and Neil, which are, you know they're perfectly fine actors. Obviously, you know Judge Reinhold doing doing a great job despite not being an actual judge, as I learned recently. (laughs) Um, Like, they're good, but it really feels like they're kind of just all kicking their heels until Tim Allen turns up and does the red jolly suit thing. So for me, it's, yeah, it's a six out of ten. It's perfectly lovely, perfectly fun at this time of the year. Not particularly revolutionary, but doesn't need to be. It's, um, yeah, it's just lovely festive fun.
2: Fair enough. Mm. I've also just changed my vote. I want it to be eight burning turkeys
0: yes Ooh.
2: there we go eight flaming turkeys yeah flame and turkeys. sorry carry on
0: yeah. you always got to make sure you got a working fire extinguisher next to the cooker the that tur- is
1: just good general advice yeah yeah if you I co- have a burn mark on my carpet from where my dad as i'm sorry dad if you're listening uh to call you out like this in front of a live studio audience but, uh- <laughs> of the two of us <laughs> No, no, I can edit in a studio
0: audience <laughs> Here they are clapping now <laughs> Sorry So your your father
1: Yeah ignited a Not being used to electric oven Ignited the pizza box And decided to take it out and throw it On the carpet The pizza box Yeah he wanted to just put a pizza in the thing like, On low oh, to keep it warm no. And I'm like mm-hmm, not, not These kind oh. of ovens And mm.
0: This, this was a,
1: a Christmas miracle as well, so... Mm.
0: Oh, this was a Christmas pizza? But... <laughs> no, not a
1: Christmas pizza. Oh it's just like say, a takeaway oh. pizza, but... it um, hurts. Mm. <laughs> on
2: a personal level, if it was. It's probably
1: around some sort of holiday.
0: Christmas dinner, it's pepperoni! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think, what would be the ingredients on a Christmas pizza?
2: Um, I can tell candy, you candy. right now. Oh, okay. Oh, my God, no. It would be turkey. Mm-hmm. It would be... So, it, hang on. So, it would be a mix of gravy and mayonnaise for the sauce. All right. Yes? No? No, no, Oh, you're agreeing. Okay. Mm. I was worried. Gravy and mayonnaise for the sauce. Mm -hmm. And then the meat would be like bits of turkey Mm -hmm. and maybe even like little bits of just ham. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then it would be drizzled with cranberry sauce on top.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: We're going to eat this pizza.
2: And stuffing and little bits of stuffing on it too.
0: And then you'd have to have a dessert pizza afterwards. It's
2: basically just like a holiday turkey, but Mm. on a pizza.
0: All right, well, there you go, folks. Uh, A review and some dinner to eat with it. Um, (laughs) Yes, give that a try. Let us know if you like Nicola's Christmas pizza because I'm actually curious. I want to see what this is like. Uh, But that is all uh, for this week's episode. Uh, Nicola and Chris, thank you very much for joining me on this episode of the Cinema Ketchup Club.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you, Stephen. And for those of you listening at home, thank you for tuning in. Uh, If you're listening to this episode the day it's released, (gasps) there's only one episode left of the year, but it's coming out on Christmas Day. Yes, it's our Christmas present. We are reviewing uh, our other Christmas film this year, which you, the audience, picked. It is a Christmas film with Bill Murray in the lead it's Scrooged so we will be watching that and reviewing that uh, next week on the programme so make sure that you uh, tune in that should arrive ooh, sometime around Christmas morning I don't know <laughs> uh, but yes that will be there um, if you also want to uh, keep up to date with everything else um, on, the, on the podcast uh, go to our Facebook page make sure that you're subscribed of course to receive that episode on Christmas morning um, you'll probably be busy on the day you don't want to go looking for it so subscribe let it just turn up and of course there's also our patreon um you can give yourself the gift of giving me the gift (laughs) of your money if you want to become a member of our patreon Uh, but for as little as a dollar a month you can get all sorts of bonus goodies and things there for more information go to patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast but that's all for this week so until next time happy holidays. holidays